0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number One, Part Two. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free magazine on Flipboard and on the web. Want to cut through all the noise and find out what you can do with your Apple gear? Mac Voices Magazine focuses on just that aggregating the best how to articles and information. Get it by searching for Mac Voices in the Flipboard app or visiting macvoices.com slash magazine. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number one wraps up in this second part with David Ginsberg, Jeff Gamet, and Mike T. Rose, as they try to cost me money and give you great suggestions for what you might want to give or get this holiday season. Let's go back and let the panel do the picking. All right, so that's the first two rounds and this is where I think that folks always start to maybe look at their lists and say, "All right, I have all my alternates, but I want to pick the the two really good ones." So, Dave, take us into round 3.
1: Okay. I um I do purchase a lot of stuff for work, so I get to see a lot of stuff and get to demo a lot of stuff and Lighting has been a big thing for for you know we were doing we've been working from home and now it's starting to easily ease back into working back to return to office, but you always want to have a a good light to 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 make you look good whether it be at your office in the office or at home, and Logitech they make some great stuff and this is one that I've been trying for a while now, uh, a little while here now it's the it's the Logitech uh, G the the Beam they have two they have two versions of it they have the light Lytra beam and the Lytra beam LX and the LX the only difference is it's dual-sided because it has RGB as well as the white light uh, and 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 the different uh, temperature lights um, but the most amazing thing about this thing is it, it hooks up via USB, so you can charge by USB. Um, the LX model does come with a power adapter, but it does power off of USB as well. If you look on the at, on the back of the light, all the functionality as far as adjustments and all that stuff is available there. But the best thing is, and I've been using these Dazine lights for a long time, and I always hated the remote that they have. So I'm now tempted to to, 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 to Upgrade my lights and, and uh, get this in its place, because it's got its own software. You know, and Logitech is very well known to have good software for their for their mice and their keyboards and all that. Well, this this software will allow you to be able to adjust the light, the lighting any way you so choose. It's marketed towards gamers and and and, and uh, content creators, you know, podcasters, that kind of stuff. But uh, it it comes with a stand as well as, as well as with a base that you can so you could have it set on your desk if you want it, and, and it raises up pretty high above the above the screen. Or it does have the standard tripod, you know, adapter connection on the on the light, so you could put it on a stand if you'd like. So um, they make they make really good quality lights. This is I think this is a really worthy competitor to so some of the other ones that are out there. Um, the the white light only one is around eighty four dollars, whereas the the LX version with the the dual light is at one forty nine. So I gave you two choices, same item basically. Uh, but I think it's, they make some really, really good lights, and I've been very impressed with how it looks and, and the, the warmth of the colors and all that stuff.
0: I'd not seen these, Dave. This is very interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm, f- I'm afraid you may have spent some money for me.
1: I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'm ready. I got, I got a gift card from Amazon to, for my birthday, so I think I'm going to buy this. <laughs> yeah, this. Looks, I mean, <laughs> it's so I, really I love
0: nice looking. It. Yeah I love the fact that you can adjust them horizontally horizontally or vertically.
1: Yeah, if if you have it sitting on your desk it just has, it's like a stand. You know we you know we've all here at being at being podcasters have played around lighting and trying to I mean my, I think my very first light was a really heavy base and moving the light up and this and moving things around and all mm-hmm. that stuff and so this one, like yeah, I could set it on these stands that I have now above me and on my lights, or I could just use this stand and set it back there. And you can get two of them if you want, and then have them one on each side. So I mean I, I think these are really I was really impressed with Logitech with this. This is their G, the Logitech G uh series, the products that they have out there.
0: Nice pick. Nice pick. Okay, put that in the uh in the wish list on Amazon. <laughs> so- <laughs> because I don't want to click buy now because I'm afraid of what Jeff may pick for his third. (laughs) That's right.
2: Now go ahead and click buy now because uh, while you'll enjoy my next pick for your use case, you're probably not going to get it or you may have already purchased it for all I know. Just go ahead and click buy now. Do it. You'll be happy. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right. Um, so my pick, um, it occurred to me after I immediately was like, Oh, here, here are the first two things I really want to make sure that I talk about Mac voices. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of obligated to talk about something that fits into the Apple ecosystem. And uh, so that's what my next thing does. And it's called rock paper pencil. Oh yeah. Okay. So what is it? Well, well, if you're watching, you know, now you're just seeing a, a a box. But here's the deal: it is a screen protector sort of thing for your iPad that gives it a paper-like texture without um, distorting the image from the display, and it includes its own Apple Pencil tips so that you get a a, a tactile feeling, much. Uh, more like like actual paper or pen, uh, pa- well, pen or pencil on paper than uh than you get with an iPad and Apple pencil. Yes, I I know that Apple says that using the Apple pencil feels like using a a, a pen on paper. No, it doesn't. It feels like you're putting a plastic stylus on glass, and there, there's no way around it. It there's no physical feedback. And it, I mean, that's fine, but if you're someone that needs that tactile feeling, this is really nice. And, uh, it's the whole kit. And here's the thing though. You may not always want the protector on the glass. It attaches magnetically. So just pull it off when you don't want to use it. And then it has, uh, um, this it includes a sleeve that you can slide it back into, so it stays clean when you're not uh, when you're not using it. And uh, it's it's really nice. And I've tried several of the uh, of the textured screen covers that tout themselves as this is the product or part of a combo product that gives you the the most realistic pen or pencil on paper feel. And some of them are pretty nice. Right now, Astropad's rock, paper, pencil gives me the most realistic feel out of any that I've tried. And uh, it's available for the 11 and 12.9-inch iPad Pro, the 6th Gen iPad Mini, and the 7th, uh, 8th, ninth generation 10-inch iPad. So y- you you have options there. And I love that it attaches magnetically and uh, pricing is uh, um, um, I want to say like 40, but I can look, hold on 4199. Yeah, 4199 for, for uh, any of the sizes and you get the, uh, the screen protector and you get two Apple pencil tips with it.
0: Jeff, you've talked about this before and something, a question I've never asked you is, is the, is the, uh, the cover, is it a rigid thing? Because you talked about having a sleeve, you could slide it back in. I've always kind of visualized it as almost like a piece of cellophane that would be, you know, kind of flexible and would be difficult to slide into anything. Is it, is it a little more structured?
2: Well, it's, it's definitely flexible um uh, mine isn't on my iPad right now because it's much easier to show it if it's not actually on the iPad. So you can see the black stripes, that's the magnetic attachment points. And you can see I'm I'm bending it. Um so it's definitely a lot uh, uh more rigid than than like a cheap piece of plastic, but it's very flexible.
0: Okay, so when the way you look, the, just the way you were handling it, it looked like it would be rigid enough to slide into a sleeve and not be wrestling with it to do so.
2: Yeah, there we go. I just slid it right back into the sleeve.
0: Got it. Very nice. Very nice. For all you artists out there. Or people or, that just write a lot
2: and want to have a, have more of a tactile feeling when they're writing with with their Apple Pencil.
3: Yeah, I have a I have a similar, I have a similar sort of paper like uh, overlay for my iPad, but because it is adhesive, I've resisted putting it on. It's just sitting there on the on the desk waiting for me to apply it because I know it's going to mm-hmm. have to live with it. And this makes uh, quite a bit more sense. Of course, it would coming from the people at AstroPad who've done Luna and other amazing stuff over the years. So.
2: Yeah, it, it's really nice. My my big complaint right now is that now that I have this for my 12.9 inch iPad pro, I want this on my iPad mini because I use the same, uh, Apple pencil on both and I don't want to swap out mm. the tips when I'm using my, uh, uh, my Apple pencil on the iPad mini. So apparently I'm going to have to buy a whole nother one of these just so I can put it on my iPad mini as well. And this is my first real problem.
0: <laughs> nicely done jeff nicely done mike what do you have for the your round three pick
3: you know it's a great question and i i like i said i was going from sort of least geeky to middle geeky the super nerdy and the super nerdy and i can't show it to you because I, i'm not at home and i don't have it with me is the b2c caber Uh, And this is actually, I think it was Glenn Fleischman who led me to this originally. And I've already received it as a gift from my wife, who knows me very well. Um, But what this is, is a little breadboard that is designed to do one thing. And that one thing is to test pin through continuity for USB-C cables. So you take a USB-C cable, you plug one end to one end, plug the other end to the other end, make sure the battery's in. And you will get lights indicating which pins are connected on that cable. So you'll be able to tell from those results, is this a USB, C, a full spec USB-C cable, full speed USB-C 3.2, uh, you know, full 20, 20 gigabit connection? Is it is it actually effectively a Thunderbolt 3 cable because it's all the way pinned through? Are there stuff, Is there stuff missing? Is it going to be a USB 2 cable in USB 3 clothing? Which, by the way, is how I know that the rolling square cables are not full speed data, USB-C to USB-C, because I've tested them with the Caber Um So I got this. I went through my giant box of random USB-C cables. And I have now, uh, Jeff, thank you, Jeff, for the visual aid. That is the Caber Helping you Looking out good. with your show and tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate that, that's it. That's the cable cube right there. And yours, unlike mine, does not have the battery shield busted off from me trying to install the battery too forcefully, and thereby oh, repairing okay. it with a binder clip.
2: Yeah, well, you don't know your own strength.
3: <laughs> that's about apparently the problem. Um, so this is great, because then I was able to go through this giant box of USB-C cables, put, put all the ones that were not data quality in a in one box and use them just for charging and the relative are relatively few of them seven or eight that were high speed data quality i could put i could label and put little cable flags on them and then know which ones i wanted to use so not very expensive i think it's like uh 28 euros 29 euros uh so u.s it's probably let's say they have a little drop down so it's uh 3175 um and if you know somebody who has a giant box of USB-C cables, this makes a lovely stocking stuffer. Not necessarily something you're going to use every day, like, like a multi-tester or a or a ground tester or anything like that. You're going to use it when you need it, but it's something that's useful to have in your hip pocket. And also, if you are trying to troubleshoot someone else's uh, slow performance, whether it's with an external drive or a webcam or anything like that, don't, don't sleep on the cables. Make sure to check and see if that cable is actually doing what you think it's doing. So I just discovered today that they also make one for HDMI, which is a good way to test those cables, which also can have weird behavior depending on whether they're pinned through all the way. So um, check it out. caberq c a b e r q u C-A-B-E-R-Q-U.com. com.
0: Nice. So, Mike, you just have the first confirmed spend of my money because mm-hmm. I because I do have a big box of USB C cables, and it drives <laughs> me crazy that I don't. <laughs> you know, I never know, and so this is a guaranteed purchase right here. Chuck, Woo-hoo! I bought this
2: when uh, when it was on Kickstarter, and oh. uh, and I I was very impatiently waiting for them because I. I found out about it on launch day on Kickstarter and I couldn't mash the buy button fast enough. And then I had to wait a few months for it to to go through the rest of the process and then finally ship. And and while I wished I'd had it earlier, it was worth the wait because you don't like Mike said, you don't use it all the time. But when you need it, boy, you really need this thing.
0: And you can you can drive yourself crazy. Just, oh, I've forgotten which you, you know what this cable does. And I need something specific, so I'll just go and buy a new one. And you know, that this will save you a lot of money.
3: It'll save you a lot of aggravation. Fun there is a fun fact. If you happen to be a carbon copy cloner user from Bombitch software and you are plugging in an external SSD, an external USB-C drive, carbon copy cloner will tell you whether or not the cable, the connection to that drive is running at full speed or not, because it needs to let you know whether it's going to be a slow backup or, or a brisk backup. So you can use that as a poor man's cable tester just to identify whether you're getting the data speed you expect. But if you really want to know what's going on pin by pin, the the the, the cyber queue.
2: Yeah, and you'll find with some of the USB-C cables, if you plug it in, and then pull one of the ends out, flip it and plug it in again. It's it's a different pinout. Because of the just the table was made.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. You just say spend money for me, Mike. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened in, in all the times I've done the gift guide. I don't think I've ever been the first to cost you money. So I feel like this is a it's an important milestone.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, some of our other panelists, yeah, some of our other panels would encourage me to push by, but you just you just successfully achieved that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do a companion pick to Mr. Gin, Ginsburg's pick of the Sonos speakers. Um, I'm going to recommend and, and I kind of blame Jeff for part of this. You're welcome. Um, because before I did my office refresh this year, um, I had a completely different desk set up and Jeff introduced me to these clamp on speakers, speaker stands that clamped onto the desk and, you know, put the speakers right there. And I really learned to love the placement of those speakers high up, firing down at me.
1: So Mm -hmm. when
0: I redid my desk, unfortunately, those stands no longer fit because of the multiple monitors you see behind me. So I had to find some speaker stands that would achieve the same thing. And so um, these are the onstage SM6000 adjustable monitor stands. The thing is what you're seeing behind me are not sitting on the desk or mounted on the desk. They're sitting on the floor. So you have 54 inches these things will go up to without having to do any tweaking or anything. They are metal. They are solid. There's a locking pin through them, so they're not going to come crashing down. Um, and they will hold a significant amount of speaker weight um, and and be very, very stable. There's It's a triangular metal bottom. Um, or stand at the bottom, um, and it also, I, if I if memory serves, although I don't have it here because um, of the, the floor, um, you can also get the uh, the pins that will help isolate it, um, but this is just sitting on, on carpet and does just fine, but the, the two factors here were, excuse me, three factors. First one was height, second was weight. Third was the ability to cock those st- stands down a little bit so they're firing down at me. Um so if you need a set of quality speaker stands, and of course you don't have to have them mounted up that high. You can have them any way you want them, uh at at, at, at any height you want. But if you are if you're looking for something that will elevate your speakers up and not have to you don't have to worry about them, these are some great, great speaker stands. What brand are they? On stage,
2: okay. Not not on that stage. I need more speaker stands, but just good to know.
0: Yeah, with the ones you, I, I I don't have the link for the ones you recommended, Jeff. But I mean, those those were great, and that's what kind of got me hooked because I used to just have them sitting on the desk, or would have them at you know at regular height. And there's something about just at least for me that you know the, the firing down at you that just really appeals. And not only that, but it looks great too.
2: Well, Chuck it, it's not just you if you take your speakers and just set them on on your desk so they're they're sitting flat on your desk the uh the sound is being pushed straight out and uh, and you're actually losing some of the audio quality because of the angle so if they're just sitting on your desk you want to get the The little angle stands that tip them back, so you get like, I don't know, like a fifteen ish degree angle. so they're firing up at you. and uh, and it's the same thing when you when you moved them up higher before and had them tilted so they're angled down a little bit, they're firing at you. and that has a significant impact on the audio quality. So it wasn't just you,
0: yeah, so I just I bathe in sound. Which is probably As the picture you, you didn't yeah. <laughs> gentlemen. We have one more round to go, so your best last picks this time around. David Ginsburg, what is your best last pick?
1: Well, um, this is a backpack. It's a little pricey, but I think it's well worth the investment. Uh, this is made by Hyperpack, and it's the Hyperpack Pro. Um, i'm absolutely loving uh this backpack i supported them at a kickstarter saw them at ces Um, this fits up to a 16 inch laptop it's 22 liters uh, size uh the backpack has a built-in air tag so you can uh it's built right in so you can find your backpack if it if you get separated from it uh water resistant uh it's got the cordura and the z the ykk zippers which uh, make it the real solid. And I didn't think I'd like this guy. I've been so used to carrying around a really large backpack and I get tired of the heavens forcing me and not forcing me. I, I would bring too much stuff with me. And then the, my that backpack will be filled with stuff. But this one kind of just, it makes me limit myself to what I'm going to bring, but I always bring what I need. Uh, but it, but the way, the way it's laid out, the way the pockets are it, it built for bumps in a road, I carry two laptops with me, my work laptop and my personal laptop. And, uh, it fits nicely. Uh, The front pockets got some really nice places to put things. It's got an RFID theft protection pocket so you can protect it from x-rays when you need to go through uh, scanning at the airport, Uh, and uh, it does have compartments where you can you can run cables through it to to have a a battery pack sitting and use that battery pack I just recommend earlier. Sitting right in the backpack runs the wires through it and you can charge things really easily, same if you need to. Really, really versatile uh, backpack, but um, I think it's well worth the investment. It's around $200, but uh, from what it does and, and, and the quality of it is just amazing. I, I've i been beating this thing up pretty well, and it's still in absolutely good great condition. I've had it close to, I think, six, eight months now. So um highly recommend this backpack.
0: Very nice. Hyper always makes great stuff, no question about do. it. So good pick. I like it. I like it. Jeff Gamet? Your final pick.
2: My final pick, and by the way, I want to point out that uh, I've managed to stay around the hundred dollar mark or less with all of my picks. So I've been I, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my part to uh, to make your holiday gift purchasing uh, as economical as possible, and I'm continuing to do that with my last pick. Um all right so let's say you have a laptop or um a a small gaming console you know like a like a switch Nintendo switch or something and you want to have a larger display to use when you're out and about but you don't want to have to carry like a whole big display because well, that's kind of stupid and maybe you don't have an iPad available to use as an external display uh well i found uh, the the KYY portable monitor. This is a 15.6 inch display. I have the 1080p version. They they do make a 4K version, but uh, I, I felt for my use case, realistically, what was I going to get out of a 4K display at that size sitting on my desk, like in a hotel room or a coffee shop? And actually, I have. I mean, as long as I'm doing show and tell for everything, let me dig mine out of the bag. so you can see the size all right so here we go i mean it's 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 a wide display and uh when you when you set it up the case the case folds uh sort of like uh opens up sort of like a book and then the bottom of it folds in so that which I can't actually do right now because it's just not going to work without setting it on a table. Anyhow, the case folds around and uh, and props up the display, and it has uh, a couple USB C ports on it. So uh, you just plug USB C cable, and it includes the cable uh, into the display into your computer, and that powers it, and it just it just works. And ninety nine dollars. So this just stays in my laptop bag all the time. And when I go out somewhere, if I'm doing something with my laptop where I need more than the 14 inch display that's built in to my MacBook pro, I just pop this out, plug in the cable, the display wakes up and away I go. And the, the refresh rate is totally fine. I I don't have any flickering issues. Um, it uh, it just works. I wouldn't use this as a as a gaming display, but that's not what it's for. Um, and uh, and for me, where color matters, I wouldn't use it as a uh, as an image or video editing display, simply because you can't get that level of color matching on this display. Um, but then again. That's not why you would get this one anyhow. But it's it's a really great way to get a lot more desktop real estate for your laptop or your or whatever. And uh and to do it at an affordable price. And I've been carrying this around with me for months. And it's still going strong and it's and it's holding up great. It still looks good.
3: So I have a similar model. I I actually paired it at one point with a Lenovo Yoga like uh, sub notebook, mm-hmm. and it was great. It just had that extra that extra screen space. It powers through the USB C cable. Yep. It's absolutely it's it's the least aggravating monitor you could imagine.
2: Yeah, it just works. And it's funny. I said I wouldn't use it for gaming, but then I offered up a Nintendo Switch as an as. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as, you did as, say you'd use it for gaming. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not using it for gaming, but you can do that if you want. I I'd recommend going in and fiddling around with the color settings to get it to to look better for gaming. Uh, but you know you're going to do that with any display. Um, oh, and it does HDMI as well, and nice. uh, and yep. it
3: does include the HDMI cable.
1: You oh, a couple
2: you were
3: using it. A- if you're using it with HDMI, you do have to power it separately, so you do have to plug in a USB-C power adapter for that. But yeah, nice. it's,
2: and you know, you it need? may actually come with a power adapter. I don't remember. It does. Oh, it, does? it comes yeah, with yeah.
3: actually. I mean, the one that I got came with almost every, like came with an HDMI cable, and it's it's actually a full size HDMI to HDMI to Mini HDMI because that's what's on the on yeah. the monitor. Yeah, it's it got the power cable. Uh, it's got instructions. It's got the ca- the flip up case. And it has a USB-C cable that is tested, CableQ, as being fully pinned, so uh, USB 3.2 compatible.
2: Nice. You know, I hadn't even thought to to test the cable. To test it <laughs> because it just works for for reuse. Case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It even has speakers in it. So for some reason, and a headphone it,
3: for a j- headphone jack.
2: Oh, it does. It has a headphone jack. I think so. <laughs> Well, look at that! There's a headphone jack right there, huh? <laughs> and it's a Your work is done, done, Mike. Mike.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, this is only fair because Jeff, Jeff, Jeff did the show and tell for my for my pick, and I'm just informing him of features on his that he wasn't aware of. I do appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. It's 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 the spirit of giving. It's the holiday season, and even though Chuck is frozen, I know he would want me to go ahead with my. Next pick. Oh,
0: there he's back. Okay. No, no, Chuck. Chuck is not frozen. He was just cold, as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chilly Chuck. Just mildly
1: hypothermic. Oh, there's a fifth, and there's a fifteen dollars off coupon with it too. Oh, there That's is.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Just, just gonna buy a second one.
2: <laughs> Put one on each side of my of my laptop.
0: There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Mr. Rose, well, what do you have?
3: So we've gone from the the sublime to the nerdy, and now we're going to the ludicrous. So, uh, as as everyone knows, um, I am a I'm a fan of uh, funny t-shirts and mugs, and you can't get better funny t-shirts and mugs than the ones made by Aaron Reynolds of Effing Birds. So these are largely profane, uh, largely obnoxious pictures of birds with funny sayings on them funny sayings below them, uh, but on all sorts of merchandise. So calendars, mugs, tote bags, t-shirts, uh, journals, any, anything you want, there's a partnership with threadless for some really nice t-shirts. Um, and, uh, we have, we have in our house quite a bit of F and birds merchandise to the point where when we're having people over, we have to check our coffee mugs carefully (laughs) to make sure we're not swearing at people. Um, but but my, my favorite part about, about shopping at F&Birds is that I played a small part in helping Aaron uh, build his his brand, his his comedy brand, because way, way back when he was – before he was doing F&Birds, when he was doing um, Bat Labels, the Bat Labels Twitter account, mm-hmm. uh, which then led to Swear Trek, which then led to F&Birds, uh, I – I retweeted one of the bat labels tweets, which got the attention of. I think it got like Peter Sagel ended up seeing it, and he retweeted it, and then Will Wheaton retweeted, like started tweeted about it, and it was all this cascade. And Aaron went to the trouble of figuring out how it started and tracing it back to me, to my mm-hmm. original tweet, and then telling and it, when he was interviewed about this, said like I did the I did the math and. Mike Rose was the person who started it. I was like, Oh, I'm so touched. Like That's I have really cool. I have a part, I have a part in having created this. So, so my, my, my D list internet celebrity includes, you know, the setting of pebble in motion that now has created this, this profane and hilarious brand. So effinbirds.com E F F I N birds.com help one Canadian guy feed his family and uh, get some fun stuff in the process. I've, yeah,
2: bought, I looked,
0: I've I looked at these
3: shirts and books as gifts.
0: Yeah. They, they. Fortunately, Mike did not read off any of the sayings because then we might lose our, our clean. <laughs> We're going to
3: get demonetized.
0: <laughs> but you know, Hey, if, if, if this works for you, go for it. Just, um, just be aware that apparently there are no controls here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not, you're You're, you're, we, we treat you as adults and you can go and, Purchase or not purchase these as you see fit, uh, but be aware that you are going to want to do a little bit of self self regulating.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love the fact that you said you have to check what you're wearing or what you're what you're using if you have guests over. I like that. I like that. Um, so I'm going to stay try to stay sort of in the holiday spirit, but also maybe give you a little extra value. Um, I'm going to recommend the nymphy. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Solar color changing lights. Um these are four you, you buy them in a pack of 4 and these are solar lights that you might, you know, stick in your garden or up against the wall of your house to add a little accent to it. What makes these different is that each each one of the of the lights comes with 23 LEDs. So these are unbelievably bright. They're solar powered and they recharge really, really well. So I've I, I bought these sort of on a whim because they were on sale. And it's like, well, I'll try them. Because I'd I'd purchased some at one of the big box stores and they were a constant disappointment. These things are bright, like really bright. Um, they rival any of the low voltage stuff you see in landscapes, uh, you know, in, in some neighborhoods. But what's even better is that you can set these to not only just a white or a warm white, but you can also set them, and I want to make sure I get all the colors correct here, you can also set them to red, blue, green, purple, warm white, or white, or have them cycle through RGB. So these can be used as holiday lights outside and then normal, regular landscape lights the rest of the year. Um, but I've had them now for well over a year and they have not failed once again unlike the things I bought at the big box store which died after one season it just the, this is just an incredible value for what you get and so if you if you have that desire that you know you you want some landscape lights but then for the festive season you want to change them to a different color you just go out and there's a little switch that you just cycle through the lights Um, the biggest problem if if you can call it a problem is that they're so sensitive that you really have to bring them inside to make sure you've set them to the right color either that or do it at night because they just don't turn on until the sun goes down but then when they do and they last well into early morning um, if not longer in 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 my area, as long as they've gotten a good full day of dose of sun, even in winter, they they last long. So if this is something that's up your alley, and oh, and I should say too, they come with spikes to to mount on the ground, but you can also mount them their wall mount options as well if you just want them for like down lights on your house. so um again, stay away from the big box stores, go and check these out. Um, And, of course, from Amazon, you can try them out and return them. I don't think you'll be returning them if you really have any interest in getting a light of this kind for your home. Chuck,
2: uh, I don't have a yard, but I just want to start buying these and going around sticking them in all my friends' yards. (laughs) I I have a question for you because I'm looking at this now um, uh, on Amazon. And one of the features it says is wireless. So is there a way to control it through your phone?
0: No, not this model. I believe that they do have some um but this is and listen for the I mean for the price right now right now on Amazon you you can buy a four pack for thirty five dollars so this is not something that you can control via your phone
2: okay. so they're just using the same graphic for All of their products, probably.
0: Yeah. But, you know, frankly, it's one of those things that after a while, yeah, it's fun to have. But I don't know about you, but I find things that I control with my phone, especially if they're outdoor, I never use it. I just go, I set it, and then leave it, except for maybe at the holiday when I want to change it to a, a color, um, other than that, it's i'd I'd rather be spending my money on quality lights and having those twenty three LEDs than the extra electronics. So and that, not trying to justify it, it's just I think it's a great it's a great deal, and these are just super, super surprisingly bright lights.
3: It looks like they have one they have one control button, so you can you select the color just by pressing the button.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. You just sure. yeah, you mm-hmm. click it and cycle through. Yeah. 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 So go go and go and check them out if you want a little extra light in your yard or by your in your house or in the backyard or whatever. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I really do just
2: want to buy up a bunch and just start putting them in my friend's <laughs> yards.
0: Well, for thirty five dollars for four, Jeff, you can you can do it pretty affordably. Mm-hmm so and tomorrow on the news we'll see something about lights are suddenly appearing in uh in a color in a colorado town oh <laughs> 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 uh, guys that's uh that's a great first gift guide a lot of diverse picks um practical to fun uh expensive to not so expensive and yeah and You've already spent some money of mine, so thank you very much. Um, let's go around and let folks know where they can contact you. Uh, if they have questions about your gift picks or if they want to help spend your money, they can call you and say, hey, you
1: should buy this. Dave? Yes, uh, you could find me at In Touch with iOS at Uh You can also find me on the Mac show on, on Fridays. You also can find me on uh, Macedon at uh, DaveG65 at cloud is a good way to reach out to me if you have uh, questions on my picks. And uh, I appreciate it for, for being here. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Dave. Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays to you. Jeff Gambit, I hope you warm up soon. Uh,
0: where can Burr. folks connect with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Here, here, here's the funny thing. And, I, and I'm totally shattering the illusion here. Uh, I have my living room windows open and the ceiling fan going because my place got so much uh, uh, passive solar today that it's actually kind of warm in here. But, okay. you know, that that's how far I was willing to go to uh, to create the illusion for you tonight, the winter illusion. Thank you. Uh, All right. So people can find me on social. I'm Jay Gamet pretty much everywhere right now. I'm most active on Mastodon and Instagram, and I'm working on getting more active on threads. Then uh, for shows, Chuck, you keep letting me join you on Mac voices live on Tuesdays, which is surprising, but thank you. And, uh, and Dave, Keeps letting me join in on In Touch with iOS on Thursdays. Also amazing uh, but and surprising, but thank you. And uh, then on the British Tech Network, I am your interim host for the the big show on Fridays, the Mac show on Thursdays. I don't know why I'm listing them in reverse chronological order. Uh, But then also Brian Chaffin and I do the context machine, and then I show up other places periodically too.
0: Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate
2: it, as always. This is loads of fun, so thanks for letting me join in. Yep. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: Last but absolutely not least, Mike, I hope the uh, the business dinner wasn't too good for you to miss, but I'm sure glad you made it. Uh, where can folks connect with you?
3: Thanks, Chuck. Always a pleasure to be here. Um, you can find me uh, at Mike T. Rose. Most places, Mastodon is Mike T. Rose at saturation.social. Threads is at Mike T Rose, Instagram is at Mike T Rose, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et cetera. LinkedIn, and so forth. Um, the after show with Mike and Kelly continues. We have a we have a new show coming. It should be live a little bit later this week uh, once I get it edited. Uh, and we're 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 on every other every couple of weeks or so. Uh, so good place to catch us there. Um, you can also. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I've I've I, I was I've been on Ken Ray's uh, in a few minutes, uh, his his sideshow a few times, which is super fun. Of course, I went. Uh, my problem is I I'm usually busy when Mac Voices Live is happening, which is why I don't show up there more often. But I hope to make additional appearances soon. And uh, it's, been, it's just been a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, hey, you're all, you know you're always welcome on Mac Voices Live. I I know that. Just like with so many of our friends, you know, scheduling just sometimes gets in the way, but anytime you can make it, come on in.
3: Appreciate that.
0: Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This has been our first Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide. Uh, A couple of notes on things. First of all, in the show notes of this episode, you will find the links to everything we recommended so that you know exactly which ones you're looking for and know which ones to get. And also, uh, we will be creating the Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Flipboard Magazine so that you have a bit more of a graphic representation instead of just a bunch of text links. Um, think of it as an old-style holiday catalog that you used to have when you were a kid, if you were a kid when you were as old as I am. And if you're not, then never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices